Welcome to the Southwest Apostolic Church podcast. Southwest Apostolic Church is located at 3161 South Rowena Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46241. Phone number 317-227-0182. Give us a call if we can help you. Our services are Sunday morning, 10 o'clock. Sunday evening, 7 o'clock. Tuesday evening, we have prayer meeting at 7.30. And Wednesday evening, we have Bible class at 7.30. Our webpage, www.southwest-apostolic.com. You can find us on the web there. And you're welcome to any of the services. Uh, Our podcast will contain preaching from the pastor and other preachers. So without further ado, we'll get right into it. God bless. I don't know, but praise God. Remember, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, we're going to have our have a little work day. We've got some things that need to be done, and uh, so we want to uh, those that can come around oh nine thirty or so on. Not this Saturday, but next Saturday, we got some things that that need to be taken care of. Second Peter, first chapter. Second Peter. Second Peter. Second Peter. Second Epistle of Peter. One. And uh, I believe it's verse four. I was looking through this. Uh, I got a King James uh, Thompson chain and in the back here I noticed. It really stood out to me. And it, it uh, we'll talk about it. But Second Peter 1 and 4. Oh, let's start at two, shall we? Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Amen. And I want to talk maybe, if the Lord helps us a little bit, about these great and precious promises. Amen. Let's pray one more time. Jesus, we love you tonight. And we ask you to help us tonight with your word. And we ask you, God, to anoint it, lead us in whichever direction we should go. And we ask you, O Lord, in Jesus' name, to do that. Praise the Lord tonight. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Praise the Lord. A promise is a declaration assuring that one will do, will or will not do something, like a vow. And, of course, it's something promised. Uh, It's an indication of something favorable to come. An expectation. How many have any, anybody have any expectations from God tonight? I think we got good things coming, don't you? You know, what's it going to be like when when we get to heaven? What's it going to be like? So I'm glad to have a little bit of expectation. He told us that he said, he said, I go away to prepare a place for you. And if it wasn't so, I would have told you. But he said, I will come Again, and receive you unto myself. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, aren't you? Aren't you glad you got a little expectation? Praise the Lord. 
You know why? Because you know God keeps his promises. Amen. He said, if it wasn't so, I wouldn't have told you. Amen. It's an indication of a future excellence or a success. And we commit ourselves to one by giving our promise. It's to afford a basis for expecting, to make a declaration and assuring that something will not or will or will not be done. And it's like we said, something promised. I'm glad that God keeps his promises. You know, if God says that he's going to do something, I believe he'll do it. Don't you? I trust the Lord. Don't you? I said, I trust the Lord tonight. I said, I trust the Lord tonight. Amen. I trust him. I might not understand how everything's going. And I might not understand how everything's going to go. And I might not understand the past. And I might not have a clue about the future. But I know one thing. I trust God to take us the right way. Amen. Amen. I want to rest in his promises. And I want to trust in him. I do trust Jesus. I trust him. He's been good to me. Has he been good to anybody in here besides me tonight? And has he kept his promises tonight? Amen. The promises of God are made to the liberal. They're made to the obedient. They're made to the humble. They are made to the penitent, those that repent and those that are humble before God. He makes promises. His promises are, uh, he makes promises to the poor. He makes promises to the seekers. And he even makes promises to the tempted. Amen. Special, and he makes special promises to those religious workers. I'm glad that God has made, you know, and these promises are such things as deliverance. These promises are such things as divine care in sickness. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing that will make all his bed in his sickness. God gives us comfort. We have the comfort of God's presence. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. That sounds like a pretty good promise to me. I mean, don't worry about the, if you get through the water, don't worry about it. I got it covered. And God makes promises. And he has made some promises. All things work for the believer's good. There's his grace is sufficient. There's fellowship in Christ's suffering. Praise the Lord. That gives us, there's a membership in the company of the redeemed. There's a final, I'd like that one. There's a final deliverance from sorrow and pain. Don't you like that one? How many knows, do I mean no more tears one of these days? I said no more tears one of these days. And that's a promise. That's a promise. God took a vow. And the Bible says that he can swear by no greater. He swore by himself. You know, when God says something's going to happen, it's going to happen. Now, a lot of people say things that are God, you know, say God said this or God said God really didn't. And if it doesn't come to pass, but I'm going to tell you something. If God makes a promise to you, it will come to pass. I said it will come to pass. And he has made a promise to his church and he has made a promise to those that believe him. 
And he's made a promise to those that hang on and stay till the end. Amen. Salvation is not to the swift, but to the one that endures to the end. And he said the same might be saved. No, he didn't say they might be saved. He didn't say they possibly might be saved. He said that they that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Amen. And I want to be saved. And I want to hang on. And I want to trust God because God keeps his promises. Amen. And Peter said that they are great, exceedingly great and precious promises. Amen. I want to look at those words tonight. It just came to me. What does that mean? What's he saying there exactly? Praise God. I believe God's promises. You see, they're given unto us exceeding great. Let's see. Exceeding great. That is superlative. That the greatest or the exceedingly great or the great. You know, the promises God has given us are not just some little piddly promise. They're exceedingly great promises. You know, he's, he's promised us eternal life, ladies and gentlemen. He's promised us eternal life. He's promised us we won't ever die. That sounds like a pretty good promise, don't it? But think about that. That's not some little promise. That's not, that's not some little, I'll pay your toll at the next toll booth promise, praise the Lord. You know, or I'll, I'll take care of you, I'll give you this one. No, what he, he's given the very, the greatest, the very greatest promises you can have come from God. How many knows the world will make you a promise? And it might be a decent promise. But it's not as good as God's promises. They'll make you a promise. They'll make you a promise. They'll make you a good car. Yeah, we'll make, we promise. We promise that this car will, uh, <clears throat> we'll cover this car bumper to bumper for three, three years or 36,000 miles, whichever comes first. <laughs> and they'll even do the powertrain. They'll say, well, We'll say that the motor is going to, we'll give you 100000 on the motor or whatever they do nowadays. And that's a pretty good promise. But guess what? That promise is going to run out. You hit the 70000 or you hit the 100000 If you do, if you don't trade it in first or don't blow up first or and they have to replace it or whatever. But those promises are good, but they're not the greatest promises. I'm telling you, God's promises are the greatest promises. Yeah. Amen. When he tells us he's going to give us eternal life, that's a good thing. Praise the Lord. And he tells, you see, it's a good thing if God says he can heal your body. And he will heal your body. And he will take you through. That's pretty good. You know, if he tells you he's going to give you peace, that's a pretty good promise. That's better than having a lot of money in the bank. I said, that's better than having a lot of money in the bank. I like that promise that I, the perfect peace. I'm glad the Bible says he's going to give us perfect peace. If we meditate on his word and meditate on his law, he's going to give us perfect peace. You, don't, you know how, value that is, how valuable that is tonight? But the promises of God are exceedingly great and precious. They are precious. They're valuable. God's promises are valuable. That is, objectively, that they're costly or they're honored, they're esteemed, they're beloved, they're precious, they're honorable. And, and they're good in reputation. They have a great price. 
and they are held in honor and they are esteemed. You know, we ought to thank God for every promise he makes us. Every promise that God makes us, we ought to thank God for it. Because if God keeps his promise, if God gives you a promise, he keeps his promise. Amen. Now, I, I, I want to, I, I didn't really, I, there was part of this that felt inspired, and, and I haven't got to that part yet. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But there's all these promises, spiritual fullness, spiritual light, eternal life, divine sonship, removal of obstacles, answers to prayers, unlimited blessings, bodily supplies. All these precious promises, exceedingly great and precious promises. But there's some characteristics of these promises. That's what I want, I feel like, talking about tonight. These exceedingly great and precious promises. These esteemed promises that God has given us. They have some characteristics. And one of them is we are assured of his divine ability to keep his promise. I might tell you, yeah, you go ahead and apply for that loan. You might, you know, and, uh, or whatever, and I'll help you out. I'll help you with the down payment next month. I'll, I'll do my best to help you. And, 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 and I really want to, and I, but next thing you know, the, the bank collapses, and we're in, we're in trouble, right? How many knows his banks is not going to collapse? I said he is able to keep his promises. He has the ability to perform and to do just what he said he would do. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And Abraham was fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Anybody, anybody persuaded tonight that God can keep his promises? Anybody persuaded that he's able to keep his promises? Anybody think he's getting weak as the days go by? I don't think so. I think he's just as strong today as he ever was. I think he's got just as much ability today as he ever had. Hallelujah. I believe he can do anything today. He did yesterday. Yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same. And if he was able to roll back the Red Sea then he's still able to roll back the Red Sea. Amen. Praise the Lord. He's still able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can even ask or think. Not just, you see, not just above what we can ask or think. That's pretty good. Isn't that pretty good? That God's able to do above what you can even ask or think? But that's not what it says. He can do what? What? Come on, tell me out. Exceedingly. Abundantly. Above. Not just above, but exceedingly and abundantly above. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He's able to do things we never dreamed of. He's able to do things we thought would never happen. He's able to save people we never thought would come through the door. He's able to give revival when we don't think it's coming. He's able to fill this place, amen, to the uttermost, and I believe it tonight. And if he makes us a promise, he's going to do it, and he's able to do it. Well, God, you can't, I don't know, God. You, you know, you made that promise. I don't know if you can do that one or not. 
Woo, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And the other thing I want to talk about, the Bible says that his promises are unfailing. The characteristic of his promises, we are assured of his divine ability and his promises. 1 Kings 8, 56 says like this, Blessed be the Lord, now listen, that hath given rest unto his people Israel according to all that he promised. There hath not failed one word of all his good promise. Amen. Which he promised by the hand of Moses, his servant. He told Israel, you go into the promised land. You serve me. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to keep you. I'm going to give you houses you didn't build, vineyards you didn't plant. And when they got there, and after they lived there for a while, and God began to bless them, somebody did just, they said God, the, the writer said, blessed be the Lord. He's given rest unto his people according to all that he promised. In other words, when they got there, God did just exactly what he said he was going to do. Amen. And they had to admit that God did what he said he was going to do. Woo. Anybody can say tonight that God's been with you for a while? Anybody tonight say God's let you down? Anybody tonight say he hasn't kept his promise? I stand here tonight. I'm old. I'm a, I don't know if I'm getting, <laughs> if I'm just turning old. I mean, I'm old, but I'm not old that old yet. <laughs> You know, I don't feel like I'm that old, but I'm getting old. And, and I just look back over, your, over my life since I started serving the Lord 40 years ago. And all the ups and downs, Brother Earl, all the ups and downs. And I look back and I say, God has done everything in my life that he said he would do. He told me that if I trust him, he would keep me. And he has kept me. Praise the Lord. Amen. He kept me through hard times. He's kept me through good times. He kept me when I... And I pray that way. Lord, keep me when I can't keep myself. Aren't you glad he kept you when you couldn't keep yourself? Aren't you glad he was there with you? He promised that he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. But he'll be with you even to the end of the world. And he kept his promises. He told me, they told me that if I paid my tithes, God would bless me. They told me when I got saved that pay your tithes and God will bless you. And you know what? I paid my tithes for 40 years. And you know what? I can say God has kept his promise. Yeah. Amen. Amen. God has kept his promise. He said, if you'll pay your tithes, he'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing you won't even be able to contain. And that's the way I feel sometimes. God has been so good to me. I don't even deserve how good he is. And he's kept his promise. And it just makes me want to say, God is good. God is true. God is believable. Hallelujah. He will do what he said he will do. Woo! Hallelujah! 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 Let's raise our hands and thank God for His promises. Shandolata sama korohala, hera laso malo tero maha. Woo! Thank you, Lord. God, we've been down some hard roads, some of us. 
Most of us, Lord, if not all of us. Oh, God, we've had things come in our life we didn't think we could stand, Lord. She not us, so I might have feel the Lord right now. Hallelujah. God, we didn't think we was going to make it, God. God, we didn't think we could do it, God. Hallelujah. God, we didn't think we could endure it, God. But, oh, you made us a promise that you'd be with us, that you would help us, that you would carry us through, and you have kept your promise. Hallelujah. 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 And I look back and I say, my goodness. God has done just exactly everything they told me he'd do. He hadn't, you know, he hadn't given us everything we wanted because he never promised to give us everything we want. I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden, somebody said. <laughs> God never, no, sometimes people are mistaken. They think they live for God and everything's just going to be rosy forever. He never promised that. He never promised that you'll never have any problems. He never promised that you'll never be needy. He never promised that you wouldn't have tight spots. He never promised that life would just be cush and just smooth sailing. But he did make a promise that I'll be with you and I will take care of you and I will keep you and I will be with you. I will not leave you. How many said, how many knows he's kept that promise? Anybody raise your hand tonight? Hallelujah. So 40, I look back. Now, some of you, Sister Cox, probably. How long you had the Holy Ghost, Sister Cox? Huh? 65. Somebody figure that up. We might have to get our calculator out for that. <laughs> 65, 75, 85, 95, 05, 15, 25. Soon be 60 years. 58 years. Too shy, right? 58 years. Sister Cox, has God kept you through those 60 years? Has God kept you through the... Amen. Has he been with you, dear sister? He brought you through the valley. God stayed with you. God provided your need. God did what he said he would do. Hallelujah. 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 You see, not only is the promise great and exceeding great promises, but we are assured the thing that makes it great is not maybe necessarily the promise. Because, you know, the promise that God kept for you might not be as important to me as it is to you. But the fact of the matter is, we can all rest in the fact God has the ability to keep his promise. That's the thing. Not like somebody makes you a promise. Anybody ever said, I'll promise, I promise, and it didn't pan out? Come on now, you know it has. But God has the ability, and God has kept his promise. To his church. God has kept his promise to us. Amen. And you see. Of course the promises of God. 
culminate in everlasting life. And this is the promise. That He hath promised us even eternal life. It's good that He's kept us for 40 years. It's good that He kept us for 60 years. It's good that He promised and has done everything that He said He would do in our life. When we didn't have money, He made a way. When we were sick, He made a way. When we didn't understand what was going on, He made a way. And He kept His promise. So you know what that tells me? When the Bible tells me He made a promise of eternal life, if all those other promises turned out to be true, the fact that He told me and made a promise that I'm going to have eternal life, guess what? That's going to come true too. Amen. The promise of eternal life, hallelujah, is just as sure as God helping you make it through the day. Just as sure as God keeping you when you couldn't keep yourself. Just as sure as God supplying your need. Just as sure as any other promise that he has kept in your life. He has made us another promise that we will have eternal life. I'm glad about that tonight. So don't lose your faith. Hang on. Because all these promises are grounded in Jesus Christ. How many knows it's all in Him? It's all, and we talked about it last week or so. We're under the blood. It's because He went to the cross. And He paid the price that nobody else could pay. Amen. And he went to the cross. And that cross took care of everything from the cross all the way back in the Old Testament. Praise the Lord. And that cross has taken care of everything to come after. That cross will take care of it. So every promise we have is rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ. For all the promises of God in him. In Christ are yea, and him and in him, amen. Under the glory of God by us. Every promise that, you know, <laughs> you see, he did come and he did die. He did keep his promise. By faith, Adam saw his problem. By faith, Adam believed God. Because the Bible says when he named Eve, he could have been mad at Eve. He could have called her the mother of all dying. It's your fault, Eve. If you hadn't ate that apple, if you hadn't brought that apple to me now, just because of that, it's your fault. Everything's going to die now, Eve. how, How do you feel about that? That's not what he did. He had faith in God. And you know what he called her? He called her Eve. You know what the Bible says that is? The mother of all living. I don't know how it's going to work out, he said. 
But I know one thing. Eve is not, all her babies are not just going to be born and die. I believe somehow, some way, God's going to take care of it. Hallelujah. I believe somehow I've got faith in God that it's going to come true. I've got faith that somehow God's going to bring us out of this place. I've got faith that God's going to make a promise. And he did make a promise. What's that scripture? Somebody help me out. My mind's not working real fast, but I know where it's at. Genesis 3, 16. Somebody find it and read it. Genesis 3, 16. Let me see if I can find it. Here's the promise that he made. He made Adam and Eve a promise. You know what it is, he said. Oh, that's not, hang on a minute. 15, 315, he talked, he talked to the, and he said to the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, above every beast, upon the belly, thou shalt go into death, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, and it, her seed, shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. You might bruise his heel, but he's going to bruise your head, devil. And God kept that promise. I said, God kept that promise. Satan bruises our heel. Satan gives us a lot of trouble. Sin gives us a lot of trouble. But thank God there's one coming. There's one who did come. And he bruised the serpent's head. He stomped on his head and said, I have got the keys to death, hell, and the grave. Hallelujah. And he put enmity between the devil and the things of God. And he kept his promise. You see, when Jesus died on the cross, he was keeping his promise. And by the fact that he died on the cross, every promise of God is rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ. We ought to thank God for what we know tonight, folks. We ought to thank God for what he's done for us. We ought to thank God for what we know. And we realize what God has done in Christ Jesus in the world. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. And he gave of himself on the cross that you and I might be saved. And he, when he was doing it, he kept his promise. So don't be, don't be deceived and don't be discouraged. God keeps his promises as the music comes tonight. And these promises of God, you see, the things of God are so much better than the things of the world. And the promises that God has made us are so valuable because of the things they pertain to. They pertain to our welfare. They pertain to our well-being. They pertain to our eternity. You see, God has given us better promises. You know, he could promise us we'd always have $5,000 in the bank, and that might be all right, but that's not near anything like what he's promised us. Because you can have $5,000 in the bank and not be happy. You can have $5,000 in the bank and be sick. You can have money in the bank and be miserable. But he has made some promises that are exceedingly great and precious. And I'm glad he keeps his promises tonight, aren't you? 
Let's raise our hands one more time as we get another song. God has been good to us. He's going to continue to be good to us. He's not going to fail us. He's not going to let us down. He's going to take us through. He's going to be with us. Amen. Hallelujah. He's going to be with you. He won't leave you. He'll, don't you leave him and he won't leave you. The only thing is people leave him. But he said if you stay with him, he said no man can pluck you out of his hand. You stay with him. He'll keep his promise. He'll do just exactly what he said he would do. No more, no less. He will not fail to keep his promises. Amen. Anybody want to pray tonight? Whoo, hallelujah. God has been good to us, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. Amen. Anybody else want to pray tonight? Go ahead and get a song, Brother Ronnie. I'll talk over you if I feel like it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, infinite value. Praise God. Promises of brighter days, promises of deliverance, promises of divine care and sickness, promises of comfort of God's presence, promises of an eternal home, promises of answers to prayer, promises of bodily supplies, promise to remove obstacles, promise of eternal life, promise of spiritual fullness, promise of spiritual light, promise of power for service, and a promise of salvation. Sing it tonight. Thank God, thank God, thank God. God keeps His promise. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Anybody else want to pray tonight? Oh, sing it, sing it, sing it. We ought to sing of the goodness of God. Yes, we should. Oh, sing it. I love it. All my life, He's been faithful. Hallelujah. All my life. Sing it. Yes. 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 Thanks for listening to the podcast of Southwest Apostolic Church. If we can help you, we will. Give us a call, 317-227-0182. Send us an email, SWAC3161 at gmail. If we can help you, we want to. God bless. Thanks for listening.